Welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast, guys. Today I'm joined by my good friend Dave Prestige. You know, obviously a friend of the podcast, Dave. Yo, yo. Make yourself known. What is good? You know, uh, not much, you know, but before we get into all, you know, everything that we're going to talk about today, I must ask, how are you doing, sir? Doing good, man. Got my day off today from work. Thank God. Just relaxing. Yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, I just put in a 50-hour work week last week. So yeah, I feel you. That's why I've been a little busy, haven't been able to record. And again, I apologize uh, to the audience for, you know, late recording. I try to do this every week, but obviously, you know, sometimes Real it's a little harder. Get in the way. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then yesterday, um, I was at Six Flags, you know, on a double date. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so how's everything else going for you, sir? Everything's good. Just did my late fantasy draft yesterday. Mm, right. Could have been better, but. Yeah. yeah, I saw your team. Your team was a little lackluster, especially for the pick that you got. But, I mean, hey, I'm not going to judge because it's not my team, nor is it my league. That's all you, man. It's all you. If you're happy, then that's what matters. All right. You know, but me, you know, I'm about to be 4-0 after tonight once Mason Crosby plays and once his two play- the guy I'm playing his two players play because right now I'm up like 70 points. So, and unless like his two players get a combined of like uh, 35 points and Mason Crosby gets zero points, then, you know, it's a done deal. So, you know, Borno looking to get this prize, this cash money, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, enough of that. Let's get into some football. Obviously, you know, the past two weeks have been pretty interesting, but we're just going to recap week four. Um, so, you know, the Bucks, man, the Bucks are three and one, like I said, primed to be one of the best teams in the NFL. They're three and one, one of the best records in the league. Um, and they're looking really good, especially after Tom Brady's dominant performance. And I, when I mean dominant, I mean, dominant. Yeah, man, through like five touchdowns, didn't he? He threw five touchdowns, 350 yards. Yeah, he had a pick, but I mean, mm. it, when you're throwing that much, I mean, it's bound to happen. And, I mean, he just proved that he's still the man. He's still got it. You know what I'm saying? He still has that magic left inside of him. Is he the best quarterback in the league right now? No. I don't want to – you know, I don't want to – I'm known for hot takes, but that's just the hottest of takes. I'm I'm not – like, I'm a Tom Brady fan, but I'm just going to be honest. You know, he's not the best quarterback in the league anymore. I mean, two years ago he was. Last year he wasn't. This year he wasn't. Or this year he won't be. Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe he will be. We'll see. I, I mean, know. after <laughs> if he's able to keep up this performance for the rest of the season, I mean, yeah, he's it, pretty much Tom Brady. Man, he always finds a way. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, he's definitely still the clutchest quarterback in the league. Um, no doubt about it. You know, a uh, minute left, down by seven, down by three, whatever to win the game, uh, or down by six. You need one last touchdown, one last touchdown drive to win the game. Mm-hmm. Who do I want as my quarterback? I want Tom fucking Brady, all right? Yeah. Tom motherfucking Brady, all right? He's done it way too many times to just doubt him. This you was know actually the 40th, 46th time he's delivered a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter. There you fucking go, my friend. There you fucking go, all right? That just proves that he is the greatest quarterback of all time at age 43. Fucking phenomenal, all right? I believe so, he's, the, again, he's the oldest quarterback yeah. to throw five touchdown passes in a game now. Yeah, and 350 yards as well. Crazy, man. 43 years old doing things like this. I know. Father time, I mean, he's not here yet. You know, he hasn't shown up. Like We're still waiting on father time to kick in. Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen glimpses of it. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like Tom is still here. He's still here to play. He's not going anywhere. All right. He's not going to be an MVP. Well, I mean, like I said, who knows? We'll see at the end of the season um, how he does. But right now, I mean, from what – from the way it looks, I mean, we still have Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not like we have a washed-up version of him. Yeah, he's not as good, I mean, but that's just due to age. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Aaron Rodgers is still that man, you know what I mean? But he's just not as good as he used to be like five mm-hmm. years ago, you know? But regardless, the Bucks 3-1, and one, looking really, really good. Um, and, I mean, if they're able to keep up this pace, man, they're on pace to go 12-4, and four, one of the best records in the league, yeah. like I said. So, um, I'm excited to see – um, how the rest of the season goes for them. Um, they're, yeah, they're leading so. the division right now, right? Um, them and the Saints are three and one, yeah. yes. So, um, pretty pretty excited about it. You know, uh, 
think I was right about the Bucks pick for sure. Still feeling very confident. But mm-hmm. um, the Cowboys, man, the fucking Cowboys lose to the Browns, Oof. bro. Two and two, bro. Or no, sorry, they're one and two. One Wait, and three. Hold on. Let me go look at the standings. Are they? No, 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 no. They're not one and three. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me check the record so I don't speak out of my ass. Yeah, I'm looking at it on ESPN right now. They're one. Yeah, they're one and three, bro. What the fuck? Yep. The Cowboys have a. They should be three and one right now. The NFC is the worst you. division in the league right now. Everybody's like one and three. Giants are zero and four. Eagles are one and two. Washington, Dallas is one and three. This is fucking ridiculous, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to. I need to look at the Cowboys' schedule to see who they've played. So obviously they beat the Falcons because the Falcons choked. Um, the loss of the Browns. The, the Browns. Seahawks is understandable. They, they lost to the Rams. They lost to the Rams, which they easily could have won, but they choked. They lost to the – or they beat the Falcons, yeah, 40, which they 39. had to come back. They had to come back from a 20-point deficit. They lost to the Seahawks, but, you know, they're, they're losing to one of the best teams in the league. Understandable. With the MVP and Russell Wilson for me right now. Uh, but losing to the Browns and Baker Mayfield, like, hold on. Let me look at – Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield didn't even play good, man. Like, what the fuck? Baker Mayfield played like ass. What the hell? Like, this is some, this is some horse shit. Like, straight yeah, up. Right what the too. fuck? How the fuck do you lose, bro? How the fuck do you lose to the Browns? And the Browns, I mean, now that I say it, though, the Browns are three and one. Hold on, let me look at their schedule. I didn't realize they were three and one. They're, they're third in the AFC North, but. They're three and one. Let me see. So they've beaten okay. They've beaten easy teams. They've beaten the Browns and the uh, or no, sorry. They beat the Bengals and, and they beat the Washington team, but they just beat the Cowboys. So realistically they should be two and two, mm-hmm. but they're not. So they're three and one, but it's like the teams that they've played are kinda ass. Like they might lose to the Colts. They're definitely gonna lose to the Steelers. They'll beat the Bengals again. They'll lose to the Raiders, they'll lose to the Texans. Uh the Eagles and Browns game is a toss up. Eagles or the Browns Jags game toss up. They're gonna lose to the Titans, lose to the Ravens, beat the Giants, beat the Jets, lose to the Steelers. So realistically, for the rest of the season, they probably have like two or three more wins. Oof. So, um, I mean, at least with Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. But um, nonetheless, I mean, we'll see. I mean, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll see. We'll have to see. I mean, it's still early in the season, but they're three and one. So right now, um, but Baker Mayfield is not. I think. I think the fact that they have, like, such an elite rushing game, you know what I'm saying, uh, an elite yeah. ground game, they're able to hide the fact that Baker Mayfield is ass. Like, he he went 19 for 30, 165. Two touchdowns is pretty good, yeah, but 165, good. really? Really? Um, but you had Duke Johnson uh, rushing for 95 yards off of 13 carries. Fucking Odell, two carries, 73 yards, one touchdown. Kareem Hunt, obviously a fucking dog. 11 carries, 71 yards, two touchdowns. Nick Chubb didn't really have a game. I guess they yeah, only I don't know. carries I mean, 43 he, yards. I mean, it's still a good yeah. game when you think of it, like when his average yards per carry, but it's like he didn't really get a lot of touches. So but still, like when you're when your quarterback is going is throwing for one sixty five and you win, that just means that's just good coaching right there. That's just good play calling, good coaching, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just hiding the fact that Baker Mayfield can't throw the fucking ball. It's sad. And, like, I feel bad for Dak Prescott as well because Dak, you know, balled out through 500 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. Um, Zeke didn't really play. Zeke played okay, but he yeah. didn't really get a lot of touches. 12 carries, 54 yards. <clears throat> it's just crazy, though. Like, I don't understand, like, what the problem was. I mean, yeah, I, I really don't understand what the problem was. I mean, I guess it's because they had the – I guess it's because they punted three times, but like still, I I really don't like they have they have everything they have the tools to be good. They have ev- like their offense on paper is like top five probably. I would say they have one of the best receiving cores in the league. They have a really good. They have a top five running back. And hold on, bless you. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, thank you. They have a top five running back in Ezekiel Elliott, and they have. Arguably a top twenty-five running back in Tony Pollard when he gets mm-hmm. going, um, it's like they have no excuses. And their defense—I mean, their defense is top fifteen easily. No excuses, especially letting up forty-nine points to the fucking Browns. Yeah. Absolutely no excuses. Like this is this is atrocious. This is blasphemy. One and three, 
if I don't like, uh, you know, like I don't, I don't want to hear any like. If they continue this pace, they're on pace to go four and twelve. Obviously, I don't think they will. Mm. But if if they don't bounce back like immediately, they're going to be in danger of losing. Like you know, not winning the division, they're going to be in danger. Um, because the Eagles are right there with and them. And honestly, the Eagles are fucking ass. I I, I kind of want to see that happen. I mean, I, I'm no, I do too. Trust fan, me. I fuck the Cowboys. So I mean, it's only right that the Cowboys do as worst as possible. No, 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 no. Trust me, I understand. Fuck the Cowboys, but it's like yeah, no, it's, it's a little it's fucking ridiculous. Like it's a little odd to see this happen before your eyes, but they should be three and one, not yeah. one and three. Anyways, because that's just getting me upset. <laughs> Um, the Patriots, you know, the Patriots are looking to go up 3-1 after tonight's game um, with the Chiefs. Obviously, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to go 2-2, yeah. um, especially without Cam. You know, Cam with COVID, so he's going to be out for at least he's two gonna weeks. Be, yeah, right? no, he's going to be out for a week or two. Yeah, it's like a week or two. I think I doesn't remember. he has to quarantine for two um, weeks, right? And then maybe, maybe I, I I'm not sure about the whole rules with that, but. Um, the game was almost canceled yeah. because of it, but there, there were yesterday or the, they were trying to get it yeah. either today or Tuesday. They were leaning for Tuesday, but they managed to get it to to air today. Yeah, because every every other player like on both teams didn't test mm-hmm. positive, so everything's looking good. So we're gonna have two Monday night games tonight. Very. I kind of feel bad for Cam too, man. It's just a minor setback. Yeah, he's having a really good season so far. What he's trying to accomplish this season, like he he's made it past <clears> the fame about. Walking around with the Louis Louis Vuitton bags and those nice cars, yeah. like he, he just wants to yeah. win, man. And, and I want to see that happen yeah. for and Cam, but yeah. unfortunately, he just got set back with the coronavirus. I feel like he's going to come back strong, though. Yeah, I mean, only time will tell. We'll see. I mean, obviously, I think he'll perform like mm-hmm. he has been when he comes back. I don't see why he wouldn't, um, considering that he's not really injured. I mean, he has COVID, but he's just like it's just like the flu. Yeah. He's just sick. Well. At least for some people, I can't really speak on yeah, it for others, so I'm different. not really going to dwell on it. But hopefully, hopefully, and I expect him to come back like he was and uh, continue. Yeah, I'm uh, seeing signs games. of Jimmy Butler and Cam right now. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, I can, I can, yeah, I can understand that. Like he's taking yeah. over games. Yeah, I can. Yeah, and he's like a really good leader. Yeah, no, I, I definitely see it. Um, watching a couple Patriots games, but um. There's not really much to speak on that, to be honest. So we'll have to see how the game goes tonight without Cam. Um, Jarrett Sidham is going to get the start tonight. So I'm excited to see how he does um, since we really haven't seen him play that much. He's only gotten into like one game, and that was either last year or the year before um, on the last game of the season. Uh, but the Cardinals, Cardinals looking to sneak into the wild card, yeah. man. Uh, they're two and two, um, and I mean they have a real shot at it. Them or the Rams, because the Forty ers are now out, being in, uh, injury riddled. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I think you know I I don't like giving David credit, but I have to give him credit where credits due. He did call that the Forty ers would not make the playoffs, and now that they've lost two or no three of their like star defensive players for the season, and Jimmy uh, Jimmy G is going to be out for at least four to six weeks. Um, I mean, it's yeah. looking ugly, man. It, it really is. Um, granted, I don't think anybody, even him, predicted the injuries to happen. I think if they were to not have the injuries, I think they'd be primed to make the playoffs again. But you know, nonetheless, I mean, that's how it's looking. So I have to give him credit where credits due. He pretty much called it. I mean, we'll see. I mean, the season's not over yet. We're still only a quarter of the way through the season. So, you know, that might change as the season goes on. But as of right now, man, I mean, he, he called he it. Did. He called it. And he also called the Cardinals essentially making the wild card. And right now, I think if the playoffs were to start right now, I think they would make the wild card. Um, but moving on, I know that you are really excited to talk about your oh, shit, man. I was going to have you on. I was I was going to have you on earlier on this week, but like I said, I've been pretty busy with work and then obviously other social stuff. So, you know, I've been out and about. Um, but now the time is you got it done. So, so before, before we get into that, I have to, I have to acknowledge myself. Okay. I know. I think it was the one that I recorded with yeah, you. Yeah, we were I talking remember, about Dom Reyes and, I called it. and Jan Blachowicz, I called that it. left hook. I called that yeah. fight. I called that fight. 
I said Jan Blahovich would knock out. I said if Jan were to win, he would knock out Dominic Reyes in the second round with a left hook. And what happened, dude? He got slept. I mean, he didn't get slept with a left hook. He got he got stumbled, and then Jan just he got knocked down by the left hook. He he pretty much like if he he was rocked. He pretty much got finished with the left hook. No, no, no. He was more than rocked. Mm. He was almost out. Like he was looking like the stars were around his head, bro. Fucking birds around his head. I mean, he didn't know he, where he was at. He was still conscious, but he his was nose was broken, right? Or did they you know not say it? Yeah, yeah, I was about yeah to he say. broke it. Yeah, he broke his nose. Not with that. Not with the left hook. He broke it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was the brown one. one. But regardless, the left hook mm-hmm. is what really finished the and that, fight. That left body um, kick, man, was that, there all night. Oh man, the left body kick. Yeah, he was digging in like that. He mm-hmm. was digging in all night. And John Jones, he tweeted out and even said, like, the left body is just Dude, automatic. he hit it so well. You'd come in with the cross and then just disguise it with the left body kick right there. It was just – it was there all night. It started – it was wearing Very down clean. on Dom from, like, the first two minutes he started throwing it. Oh, clearly, yeah. Yeah, you could tell he – uh you could tell he could feel it for sure. I mean, you could see the fucking gas yeah. that it gave him on his fucking ribs. It was ridiculous. Um, But – Man, how, how did you, I, you know, going going yeah, into the fight, fight played out the exact way I wanted it to, and honestly, I'm happy that Yan right. is champion right now. Uh, hopefully, he can he can put on a run, maybe three or four fights as the champion. I'd like to see that, but right. I don't know, dude. It's a it's a completely new division right now. I don't know if it's definitely way too early to tell if if Yan is going to be at the top of the division like John Jones was right. for a while, but. Right. I mean, yeah. Only time will tell. Right. It's a. I feel like it's a brand new division right now, and it, there's so much potential for it. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this: going into the fight, like when the fight started, how did you feel? What was the atmosphere, dude? I, I was nervous. I I wasn't really saying much. I was sitting on the couch, curled up in a ball, like biting right. my nails, dude. I, I was those last two fights. Right. I like my adrenaline was pumping, dude. I just, I just had to sit yeah. there and just watch what was going on. I really was. Out of words. No, I feel that. Yeah. No, that's that. I mean, that's how I felt with the Robert Whitaker Darren Till fight. Honestly, like I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I would speak, but I'd be like, oh, nice yeah. Kick. That, like, oh, that's all I nice do. My counter, eyes were you know glued to the screen. Yeah. Yeah, my eyes. Yeah, no, I feel that. That's how it was for this fight, and that's how it was for yep. the main event as well. Um, but like going into the fight, you mm-hmm. had Dom, correct? Like last I minute, was, or did right, you have so Yon? I bet Dom would win in decision, but my heart wanted Yen to right. win by knockout. Or or a stoppage. Okay, so we were on the same. Okay, so uh, I don't know if you use verdict, but on my pick on verdict with Jan or not Jan, yeah, or Dom yeah. by decision. Yeah, my pick on verdict was uh was uh Dom as mm-hmm. well, Dom by decision. Um, I mean, it, after what we saw, you know, against John Jones, it yeah, was it was hard very hard to, to bet against them, considering like that we that, haven't like... seen. You know what I mean? So, but at the same time, looking. Through all the hype and stuff leading up to the fight, the one thing I didn't like about Dom is that he looked like he was already sold that he's the champion. Like, he had it in his mind that he's already the champion. He just needs to go and defend that belt if he wants it. And yeah, that's that's what uh, that's what John Jones was saying. I mean, he was living like a king like when he really wasn't that, the king. That is just the right. wrong move. You, you can't do that. I mean, with really mm-hmm. any opponent that's, like, top tier, you know, top five, cal- even top ten caliber, yeah. you know, fighter, you know what I'm saying, top ten in the world. I mean, you can't you can't really sleep on them. I think anybody in the top mm-hmm. ten has the potential. And when I say potential, it's like if they were to reach their full potential, yeah, they could, they could be champions. So you can't really sleep on anybody in the top mm-hmm. ten, no matter who they are. Because um, when, any- when anyone's on their best, you know, um, they can yeah. easily, you know, win a fight. So yeah, I think that definitely, that definitely up played a factor. That night. Yeah, he took advantage. He took advantage of Dom Reyes's ignorance mm-hmm. and, and he's uh, the arrogance. One who said it? Sure. Like you saw in the press conference, Dom was showboating like a little kid, thinking yeah. that he already won won the title. And Jan is like, "No, that's not the case. I'm going to show you guys why it's not the case on Saturday or Sunday morning for them." Right. Right. No, I mean that's absolutely facts. Um, yeah, so I I think I think Jan probably has one title defense. I think it'll be like a Michael Bisping 
uh, scenario. You know, uh, Jan has always been pretty good throughout his career. You know what I'm saying? Like a contender. Um, But has always lost those, like, number one contender fights. I mean, he lost to Thiago Santos, and Thiago Santos got that title fight with John. You know what I'm saying? So he had to go back, make another run. And after that, I mean, he's four and zero. After that, you know what I'm saying? He's on a four. He's on a four fight win. Beat him in in a fight if if Tiago gets there. Well, it really depends on who he faces next. You know what I'm saying? If Tiago is able to fight Glover, then that's going to be the fight to make. But if they're still not able to fight, then I think fight and the winner of that fight should get next shot. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, they're both in the mm-hmm. top five. I mean, two and four. I mean, yeah. I'm just had it got twice sure at the if, belt. Uh, the winner. So he, he's wins. done for. He needs to to work his way back up again. Dom Reyes. He, he fought John, lost, then fought. So he needs to work his way back <clears throat> up again. Well, well, well. Before we get into that, I just want to say, like, I mean, we still have other contenders as well. Like, if the Tiago yeah, fight doesn't true. happen, I mean, we have Jiri and um, Rakic, doesn't Alexander Rakic. Potentially fighting, now? and that could be a that could be a number one. Con- Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That could be a number one Jared contender Stratton. fight as well. And Rakic is number five, and Jiri is number six, and they're both you mm-hmm. know on the come up. So, I mean, Jiri coming into the UFC was a champion over in Europe. So, I mean, if if he were to win, he could potentially get a title fight, depending mm-hmm. on if there's hype behind it and if Dana White likes what he sees, if he's able to dominate Rakic because the fight isn't officially confirmed yeah but that's what they're looking to book which i'm really excited for i think it's gonna be a dog fight but at the end of the day i think rakic is gonna get the tko mm-hmm. i think he's gonna get the job done and low-key since he's top, you know he's ranked number five if he beats if he beats jiri he could get a title shot he's on a win streak he's on a win streak he could get a title shot for sure he could i think he just he'd probably have to generate more numbers though get some more views towards him i don't think dana would want to sign that fight that early We'll, we'll have to see. Like I said, I'm yeah. just saying it's an option. I'm not saying it's confirmed, you know. And the fight's not even confirmed yet, but I'm just saying, if, hypothetically, if that were to happen, like, it, it, it's a possibility. But uh, what were you asking? Sorry. Um, what were you asking for? Slept off the tip of my tongue. Fuck. I gotcha. Well, yeah, I, I, I do agree with uh, the Dom statement. I mean, obviously, he's not going to be, like, in the title picture right now, you know, yeah. I think he needs he to needs win to like win a couple fights more before fights he gets another title him. shot. Yeah. He is. Because he's right there. I mean, Dom, I don't think Dom's <clears> going to go anywhere. He's still young. I don't even think he's 30 yet. You know, I think <clears> he's like 28, 29, something like that. Like, he's still, like, he's only hitting yeah. his prime of his career. You know what I'm saying? He can easily make another run. He can easily make another run. Um, I mean, I think he's probably better than most, if not all, of the light heavyweights outside of, like, Jan and maybe mm-hmm. Thiago, you know what I'm saying? So, I think – I think, and maybe Rakic. I, I, I'm I, really I'm really high on Rakic. I think Rakic has the potential to be champion as well uh, with his fucking phenomenal kickboxing, his length, his power, um, mm-hmm. and the fact that he's able to wrestle. Um, I mean, he's a true mixed martial yeah. artist. I can appreciate that for sure. I think, uh, I think <clears throat> he's very underrated. So I'm really excited to see who they book. I really hope it's Jiri so he can showcase that against Jiri, even though Jiri is a dog. I mean, we saw against uh, Vulcan. Or Vulcan. So, but, um, you know, uh, time, only time will tell. I mean, we'll see who the UFC books Dom for. I mean, depending on what happens, maybe they book yeah. Tiago versus Dom, you know, if the Glover fight doesn't happen or, Tia- or uh, Dom yeah. versus Glover, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they give Glover Dom. If Tiago wins, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a bunch of fights that they could make. Maybe they give him a Jiri. Maybe they give him Rackage. Mm-hmm. Maybe they give there's him Vulcan. There's a bunch you know of good fights saying? for him. I mean, right they, now, so. they do the Vulcan rematch. Dom isn't too far yeah, set I mean, back, but at the same time, he, he it's not the easiest fights for it, for him to get back. No, I mean, he, he coming into this mm-hmm. fight, he was the number one ranked contender. So, I mean, uh, he's not going to go. You know, he's not going to go from yeah, 1 to, like, not. 10. You know what I'm saying? They're outside of the top he's 10. Still, he's impossible. still hanging He's probably going to go down to, like, right now, maybe 3 or 4. At the same time, it's it's not going to be yeah. easy for him to get his, his way back up there. And I, no. No. Yeah. I mean, you got to work for it. And, I mean, if if he, you know, if he's able to get yeah, his mind right, he'll be able to work for it. I mean, he's not going to go anywhere. I think at some point mm-hmm. we he's, might see him. He's 30 years old right now, so, so he has time. We'll, we'll, yeah. Is he 30? Okay, but he's still mm-hmm. young, even 30. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a young 30 because he's only had, what, 
14 professional fights as a 30-year-old, you know? So he still has a lot of mileage to go. Um, but oh let's talk about the main God. event, man. That's exactly me, what I thought. It down, was break it down for me. Happen. Break down the main event for me. All right. Don't, don't get your panties in a wad, man. I know you're an Izzy bandwagoner, but like, Dude, I mean, break down the fight for me. Everybody's thinking, oh, Paulo Costa didn't show up. Oh, Paulo Costa didn't fight his fight. No, it's Izzy is the one who dictated that fight. Izzy is the one who controlled the pace. He controlled Costa from the outside. And he did everything. He lit him up with the leg kicks. And it just completely, that just takes away from the pressure right there. It's going to be hard for you to keep moving forward if your lead leg is fucked. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> Right. I yeah, mean, he hit him Costa like, what, landed 12, one jab. Times? His plan with the kicks, it yeah, it could have worked, but not on Izzy. He's way too smart for that. He's gonna, he's always gonna cut cut the angles and circle out. Um, but yeah, Costa, he was he was also playing a smart fight too. He he was not dumb there. He he knew that if he was just gonna walk forward and just throw a barrage of strikes, he was gonna get caught. He, it's Israel Adesanya we're talking about. It's one of the best strikers you've seen. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. That's yeah, he is one of the best counter strikers we've seen, but that's not necessarily true. I mean, if he was to pull like a Francis Ngannou on Jair Rose, he could strike, land I mean, one, he but could land one and knock him out. I mean, it's it's possible. You can't just you can't outright rule it out. Is he's one of the best at keeping it back off the cage too? We saw that that one time that Paulo Costa no, managed to get in close. No, no, no. He couldn't I'm even not keep on the cage for either. Second. I'm not. I'm not discrediting easy. Discrediting Izzy either, but I'm oh, just I'm saying not. you can't discredit Paulo if he were to charge in and barrage him. But, I mean, we really don't know what would have happened if that happened. I mean, we didn't get to see it. We didn't get to see it because, like you said, Izzy was controlling the fight. He was controlling the pace of the fight, which I agree. I expected that to happen. I said that if Paulo were to win, mm-hmm. he would have to get inside, and he never did. And to get inside, he would have to take exactly, damage. Exactly, because he didn't want to take that damage. Strike, he's going to catch you, like so. like we saw with that left hook. It was, it barely caught him, but it was just in the right spot that it dropped him. Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. really not about the power for Izzy. It's about where he lands his punch. And, so, yeah, he's very, very accurate. And um, but saw, yeah, no, it was complete domination. Round one, 10 8. Yeah. Round two would have been a 10 8. You know what I'm saying? So, pretty pretty sad for Paulo, man. I really thought that he was going to put up mm-hmm. a better fight. Like, I knew Izzy was going to win, and I thought he was going to win by a decision. Yeah, I me too. I, I bet Israel Adesanya finished him. That was, that was my pick. but Or not finishing, finishing. Decision. Decision. My fault. You had him finishing? Oh, I, I thought decision. it was just that. Yeah. I thought Paulo. I think he was going to finish Paulo. I thought he was against Romero, too. He took some shots. And we we've never seen anybody walk down Yoel or yeah, I yeah think, Yoel Romero like yeah. that. Yeah, no, I mean mm-hmm. it's facts. Well, besides Robert Whitaker, but um, but it's like no, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that Paulo doesn't have a chin because he ate a lot of shots from Yoel. Um, and maybe yeah, that I might mean, have a you know that might play a factor into it. But no, I actually I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say it played a factor into it because he had a long layoff after the Yoel fight. Yeah, and it was true. almost a year since he fought um, Yoel coming up to this fight, so I, he's had time to recover. Um, not only that, but I, I I really just think Izzy just hit him right, you know, hit him at the right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was right point, at the top, just in the right just... spot. You know what I'm saying? Like he was, he, he know he. Mm-hmm. He knows he knows where to land. He knows those like precision points. You know what I'm saying? He knows like he knows yeah, it's it's like yeah, Izzy has some power, obviously if you you know yeah. like if you're in the UFC you have to have power, you know, you have to. But his power in comparison to anyone else in that division is kind of low. But he just knows how to strike, you know what I'm saying? His strikes are so accurate and like he knows what this like he knows where to land them, you know what I'm saying? Like clean on the chin. I mean it pains me to say it. It pains me to say it. But, I mean, we saw yeah. it Robert Whitaker. He dropped him he was, twice. Like, you know, he wasn't really hitting Robert, like, super heavy. But and, he wasn't hitting him with, like, fucking power shots. Him but he, was just, fight. he was hitting him on his chin. At the end of round one, when he when he got dropped at the bell, that it, he didn't even load it up. He, he tapped his face one and then brought his arm down for the uppercut again, and that dropped him. 
Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he just caught him. It wasn't like a power strike. It wasn't like, you know, like a overhand right. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a fucking huge bomb. It's just he knows how to counter strike. He knows mm-hmm. how to – he knows where yeah, to land. Dude, his flexibility helps Very with accurate. that so much, dude. Um, the fact that he could throw those strikes leaning that far back or twisting, like his core strength is incredible. Yeah, it's pretty fucking ridiculous. It kind of mm-hmm. it, it, it's so ridiculous. It makes me mad, but at the same time, I respect it. Um, and like, even though I genuinely despise him, like I I don't like him at all. Like he's a good fighter. I respect mm-hmm. him. I, fighter, dude, I fucking person, love him. He's a fucking clown. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know you do. I know. And like I, I said, you're you're an Izzy of the way he makes people like you feel. It's just it's hilarious because it. No, 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 it's because he, me. No, he gets no, 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 into the no, no, heads no. of like, the I didn't hate like, so much. Like, he talks all this shit. Against... No, no, he's not in my head. He's not in my head. Okay, let, let me explain. All right, the reason why I don't like him is because, one, mm-hmm. he was shitting on Rob before the fight, and then he shit on Rob after the yeah, fight that's, when Rob hasn't that really is said true. nothing. That, that, you know, he hasn't really said anything to Izzy, which is so, so disrespectful. And no, 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 no. Izzy's just a I piece love of it shit is what he is. Everybody just fucking – he hates – they hate the way he is. And most people – obviously not you. You know what he's capable of. But the amount of shit that he talks, people just forget that he's an amazing fighter. And he can back that shit up. No, I, I, I know he's an amazing fighter, which I think if there's anybody in the division that can beat Robert twice, it's definitely Izzy. Um, and obviously we're going to see that fight we're happen again, which I can't again. wait, um, cause hopefully Rob will be able to redeem himself. No, no, let's not go that far. It's not going to happen like that again. If Izzy beats Rob this time, it'll be via decision. Rob's not that. He's able to adapt. Rob's able to adapt. I mean, we saw in the Till fight. Right. Yes, Till, 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 Till is not. He's you know, not, but honestly, I, till, yet. I think stylistically. But I mean, we saw in the Till. It's the toughest matchup right now. I mean, maybe. I mean, we'll have to see. But like I said, in the Till fight, we saw Rob adapt mm-hmm. and control himself. He didn't do that in the Izzy fight. I mean, like I said, Rob wasn't himself in that fight. You know, I'm not trying to make mm-hmm. a huge excuse, but he said it himself. He was drained. He was mentally drained. He was mentally out. You know, he just wanted to get that fight over with, you know, because he felt pressured to fight that fight, considering, you know, he had to deal with a bunch of injuries and like just training every day was like taken away from his family. Like it, it was hard on him. It was hard on him. So, I mean, now you can tell in his interviews and after the fight with Till, before the fight, leading up to the fight with Till, you could tell he was happy. He was in a better place of mind. And um, obviously, leading up to the Jared Cannonier fight, which I have Rob winning that fight as well, um, he seems happy. He seems like rejuvenated. He seems, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He seems ready to fight, which I'm excited because a motivated Rob. Um, a rejuvenated Rob is a scary Rob because Rob, you know, obviously former champion, um, one of the best middleweights in the world right now, you know, uh, I mean, known as the fucking Reaper for a reason. So, uh, but no, is he, is he, is he, is he just, he's a clown because yeah. Robert Whitaker, I mean, he's my favorite fighter. I think we all know this, but like the fact that like he's just trashing Robert still, for no, absolutely no reason. Like, Rob doesn't really say shit about him. All Rob says about Izzy is that, oh, I just want to fight him again. Like, yeah, oh, I don't I like him, it. but I respect him. He's a good fighter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's a hell of a fighter. That's why he's a champion. You know what I'm saying? Rob, 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 all he does is respect him and just wants to fight him again. That's all he does. That's all he wants to do. And that's all he says. Whereas Izzy just shits on him. Because Izzy's a piece of shit. Like I said, he's a clown. He's a clown. That Granted, shit, that the shit that he's hilarious. doing with Paulo Costa, I totally understand. I'm not flat. No, no, no. No, I'm not gonna say it was hilarious, but Costa definitely earned it, considering like what Costa did, especially at like the face-off when he gave him the white belt. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was funny. I thought that was personally funny, but um, but he deserved it. I mean, he was talking so much shit to Izzy. I mean, he pretty much he started it, and Izzy just finished it. Whereas like in the Rob situation, like that's just uncalled for. Like all Rob has been doing is respecting him. Granted, in the fight as well. Um, Izzy Rob um, in Australia. I think uh, it was, what was it? Two, it was either 243? Yeah, 243. Yeah, I think it was, it was yeah, 243. Yeah, 243. Yeah, 243. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 243. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in 243, um, like during that fight, I also don't think Rob gave 
Izzy the respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like fight wise, like I don't think he knew how good Izzy was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he was just charging in. He was just charging in. Whereas, like, yeah, he's gonna do that sometimes. I mean, we saw it against Till, but I, I just think he's gonna be more calculated when he fights Izzy. And um, he, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll, 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 we'll we will have to see what happens, but. Um, I definitely do give Rob yeah, a better I, chance honestly, I feel Izzy than anyone else. I kind of agree Maybe outside there. of like I Darren Till. Izzy is still going to get the job done in the rematch. If the rematch happens, which it most likely will. But I think Rob is definitely going to change the game plan up for this fight and is probably going to play out to the, the tricky decision like the, like the Till-Rob fight went. I think I think if there's anybody in the middleweight division in the division that can beat Izzy, it's either mm-hmm. Rob or Till. I don't think there's anyone else that can. Or I, I, I'm not even gonna say Gaslam because I feel like the Gaslam fight is just gonna be a wash. Like, yeah, the first fight was fucking amazing, yeah. but I think Izzy's gonna piece him up after. You know what I'm saying? I think Izzy would piece him up after that. Um, but how do you hilarious. feel about the John Jones Izzy <laughs> beef, man? How, how, how do you feel about that? <clears throat> The fucking do you know whole, what called out his mom. That beef? Oh no 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 no! Before that, because I, I think I've heard that like John been going on for like over a year. Or, fuck, John said something. Um, I remember Izzy said something like, "He's <clears> the <throat> one who was supporting him his whole or like his whole career, pretty much. Like he was a big fan." Yeah, no, that, well, that, that, that was, was a couple before. weeks ago. That, but that, that was like a couple weeks he ago. He said, John said something, but he's saying that he's been his biggest fan, blah, 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 <clears throat> um, studying his game. And he was like, I guess studying his <clears throat> game as a fan taught me how to end him. Mm. Yeah, like I said, that was like a couple weeks ago, but like, do you mm. know what ignited the beef? I really no? don't. I, I'm pretty sure. John's, if I'm correct, I, I mean, let me look though. this up. Let me look this up. I'm very, I'm very curious to see what ignited the beef. What started? Let me see. Okay, so it started off pretty harmlessly. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Izzy wanted to challenge the throne of Jones, and Jones tried to uh, incite the former light or er, uh, of Jones and tried to incite the former light heavyweight champion by calling him out. Um, and then after that, I guess the banter just. Oh, Izzy wanted, or Izzy said something about Izzy. I guess called him out. Jones. Jones said something back, and then just kept going back and forth. Yeah. Gotcha, but I'm pretty sure, like, at, at, at first, it wasn't, like, you know, it wasn't too – it wasn't as bad as it is now, you know what I'm saying? Like, and now honestly, it's personal, dude, whereas before like, – I, I think, think if that fight were to happen, yeah. if people are saying that John would just yeah. completely, like, mollywop Izzy, and I agree with that if he fights, like, the old John Jones <clears throat> that we all know, not the John – We've seen getting into these razor thin decisions that right. it's pulling out of, uh, pulling out from. If it's just going to be stand up the whole right. time, and maybe a takedown or two, that barely hold on for, then I feel <clears throat> if Izzy can put more output and not get taken down, I feel like he could win in this in the decision by a hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's anybody's fight at that point if it stays on the feet. But John uses his wrestling managers to get down <clears throat> and ground and pound like he's done for a lot of his opponents. Mm-hmm. And I, I think John dominates that. Right. Well, let me let me just put it to you this way, okay? Mm-hmm. John Jones may be out of his prime. Yeah. Right. Uh, can we all we, we we can all say John Jones, even though he's only thirty two, he's probably out of his fighting yeah, prime he, now because he's been in the fight so. game for so long. I mean, youngest champion in UFC history. Like what what twenty three? Yeah, he was like twenty three years old. Youngest champion 
in MMA history, all right? Um, obviously the greatest of all time. But it's just a testament to how good he is considering that he's out of his prime and he's still – he's a lot of people don't think he's dominating. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you go back and look at his fights, he really is dominating. I mean, yeah, in the Dom fight, he lost the first two rounds. But it's really because I think John mm-hmm. just studies his opponents and knows how to fight them. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he – you know, I I, I don't I, I know. Sorry, I'm about to sound stupid. I think what he's doing is he's conserving his energy for later on in the fight, considering that's the title fight, and he just studies his opponents and knows how they fight and like you know what they do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously that's what all fighters do, but I think he really like, he takes it to another level. You know what I'm saying? Like he be like I think mm-hmm. he at some point like becomes who they yeah. are to just know how they fight. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we saw in the Dom fight, Dom, like, he was unloading in the first two rounds, and John, you know, he withstood the punishment. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, round three, mm-hmm. four, and five, that was all John Jones. It was a John Jones show. He outstruck – I think he outstruck Dom by, like, 40 or 50 strikes in the three uh, the three rounds combined. Like, I mean, yeah, it's probably because Dom was gassed, but nonetheless, I mean – yeah, it was smart by John Jones just weathering the storm. You know, he knew that Dom was going to come come at him because Dom usually in his fights is pretty aggressive. I mean, we saw in previous fights, you know what I'm saying, against Chris Weidman, obviously John Jones, the Jared Cannonier fight. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we um, the the mm-hmm. Vulcan fight, you know what I'm saying, even though I think Vulcan won that fight. Um, I mean, we've seen him be aggressive. I mean, I think this fight against Jan was pretty different you know what i'm saying he wasn't aggressive off the bat which i expected him to be i i, I didn't think he was going to be as aggressive as, as he was against yeah. john you know what i'm saying because he saw that he gassed out you know what i mean so um i think he was trying to conserve himself conserve his energy he was trying to you know do what john jones did against yeah. him and he ended up paying for it instead you know what i mean so um but I mean, and we saw against Tiago Santos. I mean, Tiago had a couple good rounds, but after that, I mean, John Jones really dominated. And then we saw him dominate Anthony Smith. Like that wasn't even close. And he he, he out wrestled Anthony Smith, yeah, who no, that, that is one of the best wrestlers really in the UFC. So, <clears throat> so I think if the fight were to happen at mm. what like Izzy said that he would chase John Jones up to heavyweight. I mean, Izzy heavyweight, has fought at heavyweight. I don't see happening. I really, I think Izzy just think capping. That, that's... Yeah, but that was that was in kickboxing where it's like open weight, and I think the limit or the minimum was like two oh six or something like that. So Izzy was probably fighting at like two oh six. I mean, yeah, he he walks okay. around at so like two hundred and three pounds. Let's, let's, let's calm down with the, that. What is it? The the weight cutoff for for heavyweight is two oh six, right? Yeah, but nonetheless, I just don't see him fighting yeah, that, no. especially if John Jones is going to be like what two thirty five. Like no. No, he would get ragdolled. He would get ragdolled. No, he's not. He's not going to chase John Jones up to fucking heavyweight. That's that's bullshit. It's bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. It's a bluff. All right. Now, if they were to fight a light heavyweight, you know, if John Jones, like, and I don't see this fight happening for at least another year. So if John Jones is able to go up to heavyweight in the next like six months, uh, depending on who he fights, wins and then wins the belt, then comes back down the uh, light heavyweight, wins the belt again, which I think is possible, then fights Izzy. I think he beats him at light heavyweight. Now, if John Jones were to yeah. go down to middleweight, that's a different story because we've never seen him at middleweight. So that's where I would give Izzy the best chance at winning. But if he were to fight him at light heavyweight or heavyweight, there's no way he's there's no way he's beating John Jones. Even though John Jones is out of his prime, bro, he out wrestled Anthony Smith, who at the Chase? time was outside of DC, the best wrestler in that division. Um, Hello, he fucking. He dominated Tiago Santos after the first couple rounds. He dominated Dom Reyes after the first two rounds. Like, there's, there's no way Izzy beats him. There's no way. Like, yeah, Izzy's a better kickboxer. What's up? Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. So, obviously, we're having some technical difficulties. I apologize about that, audience. Um, I don't know what's going on with him. Dave, can you hear me? One second. Okay, so Dave apparently can't hear us. So let's see. Hold on one second. See if he can fix his mic. Apologize about that. I was going on a tangent.
going on. It's kind of weird. Um, right. Just some technical difficulties again. I apologize. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna have to cut this part short. We'll come back, re-record. You know, take a little break, and then we'll re-record um, the rest of it. So again, I apologize for the technical difficulties. We will be right back. What is going on? Dave, are you back? I am back. Are you back? Um, yes. All right. So anyways, where we left off is we were talking about the John Jones Izzy thing, if they were to fight. And like I said, um, before we get into that, I just want to announce that Dana White has come out and said <clears throat> officially that he would like to book that fight. When? Not sure. Where? Not sure either. But he's very interested in that fight, which is very exciting because I do want to see that fight because I would like to see John Jones humble Israel Adesanya, or as Darren Till would call him, Israel Adelazanya. Adelazanya. Okay? So, <clears throat> but anyways, well, back to what I was talking here. about. Yes, well, he's a fucking clown. Anyways, <laughs> like I was saying before, um, John Jones at any weight besides maybe middleweight would dominate Izzy. His wrestling is there. All right, he he would if he's able to take down Daniel fucking Cormier twice, like in, or in two fights, then he one hundred percent can take down Israel Adesanya. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He can easily take him down if he really wanted to. And it's like Izzy. The thing that I I think Izzy is a problem for people is his length. You know what I'm saying? He's able to control the pace of the fight because of his length. You know what I'm saying? He's able to keep that distance. But now with John. Bro, he's on an even playing field. And if uh, John anything, has an 84-inch reach. I was going to say, and John might have the advantage. Yeah, he does have the reach advantage. And <clears throat> it, John is an, also a master at the range game. He, he knows how to fight, fight in and outside of people's ranges. Exactly. So, with that being said, I mean, it's really it really might be John controlling the pace of the fight and controlling the range, whereas Izzy, is, you know, Izzy will be out of his comfort zone, whereas usually he's in his comfort zone, you know what I'm saying? And it's like John John really could do whatever he wanted with Izzy. <laughs> like, Izzy, Izzy at any weight class besides the middleweight would not be able to hang with a lot of, like, the light heavyweights or the heavyweights, in my opinion, because he would just get ragdolled. Like, Dom, I think Dom crushes him. Jan... I think Jan gives him a pretty tough fight. I think Tiago, considering like Tiago is like a better version of Paulo, in my opinion. I think Tiago gives him a very tough fight um, because they're all bigger and longer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're stronger. And then a heavyweight. Oh man! You uh, besides, I I think I think heavyweight would probably be better than light heavyweight, um, considering how slow they are. But who knows how Izzy would transition? I mean, he's not beating Stipe. That's for sure. He's not beating Ngannou. That's for sure. And he might not even beat Curtis Blades, considering how good of a wrestler Curtis Blades is. You know what I'm saying? He'll get ragdolled. So I think Izzy, Izzy needs to stay at middleweight. Okay. But um, he's gonna be in, if he he's does fight John Jones. middleweight for a long time. <clears throat> I, don't think I think if John he does fight John Jones, it'll probably be at light heavyweight, if I had to guess. And if they do fight, it won't be anytime soon. I think it'll be in the next like year, year and a half. Um, instead of like, you know, in the next like six months, you know what I'm saying? I think it'll be a little, a little bit longer than that because I think John is actually going to try to compete at heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to go, um, potentially win the belt and then maybe come back down, beat the light heavyweight champion again, become a double champ. And then I think he'll fight Izzy after that. Um, you know, depending on what happens and maybe Izzy will try to become the champ champ, you know what I'm saying? For legacy reasons. Um, but you know, who? we'll see. I'm very excited, you know, that Dana White has come out and said that he's interested in booking that fight. I would love to see that fight um, because I really dislike Izzy and I really want to see him humbled because Izzy deserves to be humbled. Izzy is a fucking prick. He's a fucking clown and he's a loser. He's a fucking he's loser. He's a fucking winner. Yeah. He hasn't lost yet. I'm not talking about uh, fight wise. Yes, he's a winner <laughs> yeah, no, in the no, fight I, game. I yes. know what you're saying, but I'm just I'm fucking with you. <clears throat> no. Fuck Izzy. He's a fucking clown. I hope John Jones beats the shit out of him. <laughs> but with that being said, let's talk about some NBA fun. Some NBA, you know, the finals is growing on right now. Jimmy G, baby. 2-1. But 
No, I wouldn't say Jimmy G. I'm you mean Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, you know what I fucking mean. Jimmy Buckets, yeah. All right, so break down the whole series. Have you been keeping up with the series? Uh, Not as much as I should be, but you know, stats, highlights here and there, yeah. Well, give me your thoughts. Um, I still think the Lakers are probably going to win this. It's going to be a little harder than they thought. I think they're <clears throat> kind of overlooking the heat a little bit, but Right. At the same time, I, I feel like they have room to, uh, I'd say. Right. Okay. Well, I just want to say, obviously, game one was a wash. Yeah. Um, you know, they got dominated. Game two, a lot closer um, at towards the end than it was at the beginning because, obviously, they were down by, like, 18 in the first half. Yeah. They brought it back within 10. The final score uh, was – I mean, it was a 10-point it was, it was game at the end of the game. So – um, I mean, it is what it is. I think the Heat definitely have heart. You know what I'm saying? They have oh, a good yeah, leader, they Jimmy Butler. They, they, I think they're going to win the next game. I think they're going to go off the momentum of Jimmy, you know, going into this next game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just going to let you know, in game two, the Heat shot 51% from the field, 41% from three. As a team, this is as a team. Uh, 41% from the field and 91% from the line, all right? And then in game three, the one that they just won, they shot 50% from the field, 33% from three, and 90% from the field – or 90% from the free field. Mm. So, I, you know, I, I – excuse me. I don't think this is a fluke. No, I don't, I don't think this is a fluke. Um, I think the Heat are definitely getting overlooked right now, um, especially since at the beginning of the game uh, when they were up uh, – I think they were up by like eight or nine after the first quarter. Um <clears throat> Bron told Jimmy, he was like, uh, they in trouble, y'all in trouble, or whatever. And then at the end of the game, when Jimmy hit pretty much the game ceiling shot um, to go up by nine with like a minute left, Jimmy was like, oh, they in trouble, they in trouble. They in trouble. I mean, it's just a testament to how good Jimmy Butler is. Yeah. I mean, he pretty much had like an Allen Iverson type game. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Allen Iverson in the 0-1 finals against the Lakers yeah. or the 2000 finals against the Lakers. He pretty much had that type of game. You know what I'm saying? Like, he carried his team. He willed his team to victory, you know. And it showed. I mean, he's a really good leader, um, makes his teammates better. I mean, Tyler Hero, even though he didn't play too good um, in game three, I mean, he still had the confidence, you know what I'm saying? He's able to give his teammates confidence, which you I think is a, a very big factor. You know a rookie like that has that kind of confidence? Well, not only that, but I think it's a really good sign that they even won because they, they missed Bam out, out of bio, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They didn't have Bam out of bio in that game. So, I mean, when Bam comes back, either next game or the game after that, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe they're able to get the job done, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they upset the Lakers because now, like, the Lakers losing. The Lakers expected the sweep, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Maybe they pull they pull a uh, – maybe the Lakers pull a 6 Mavericks, you know what I'm saying? The Mavericks went up 2-0 against the Heat, and they lost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They lost 4-2. So, who knows? Maybe the Heat's able to bounce back. Jimmy Butler's able to have, like, a D-Wade – Type series, you know, and it's it's very much possible considering how good Jimmy Butler is um, defensively and obviously offensively, obviously coming off of a 40 point night, 40 point um, triple double. Night. too. It's fucking insane. I mean, he's the first person to outscore LeBron in a LeBron final, outscore him, out rebound him and out assist. And him. in the fourth quarter, he was the only person who defended LeBron James and limited him to two points in the fourth quarter. Which, uh, going into the series, I said that the matchups were going to be Bam Adebayo on AD and Jimmy Butler on the Lake, or on LeBron. And I got a little flack for it because Jimmy's not as big as LeBron, but Jimmy Butler's a fucking dog, yeah, man. He's a fucking dude, dog. Dude, been saying like, it for proved... God knows how long now that Jimmy's <clears throat> is the fucking G. Yeah, man. Jimmy is a fucking dog. Like, he knows he knows how to win games. He knows how to be clutch and late. And late in the game, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he hit that big-ass shot. I, I think it was on LeBron um, to go up by nine with a minute left. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy's special, man. Like, he's not, like, athletically gifted, you know what I'm saying? But he's a hard-ass yeah. worker. He earned it, you know what I'm saying? He's able, Like, he, he's earned everything that he's gotten, you know what I'm saying? He earned it. He worked for it. So, I think... I think the Heat definitely they're they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be a problem for the Lakers. I think I think they're gonna win this next game. I think they're gonna go they're gonna tie the series up two two, and then we'll have to see where the series goes from there. I think it's very possible, very possible that they upset 
the Lakers. I think it's very possible. Do I think it'll happen, though? No, I think the Lakers will win in six. But I think the Heat are going to win the, win the next game and make this series interesting. Um, but going into the 06 finals, and which, like I said, this is very similar to the 06 finals because the Mavericks going into the 06 finals mm-hmm. – um, were the heavy favorites, you know what I'm saying? They were the favorites, and not only were they the favorites, but they went up 2-0, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They went up 2-0. So, I mean, it's, we've seen this happen before, you know what I'm saying? We've seen it happen before where the underdog is able to come out with the victory, you know what I'm saying? So, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. Um, but I think Jimmy Butler alone just proved that he's, I mean, he's probably a top-10 player, like, value-wise. He's a top-10 player mm-hmm. in the league. If not top 10, definitely top, top 15. 15. Yeah, I sure. think he's proved it. I mean, he's leading his team to the finals, you know, pretty much by himself. Yeah, Bam's Bam's mm-hmm. good, but Bam's not going to give you like 30 points and 20 rebounds every mm-hmm. night, you know what I'm saying? He'll have one of those games like here and there, but he's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like He's a star because of his defense, but he's not like, he's not going to give you, he's not going to average like 20 points a game, you know what I'm saying? At least for right mm-hmm. now. But if he develops a jump shot, oh my God, Bam, Bam. Yeah, gonna he's going to be nasty. Bro, Bam. Yeah, Bam is going to be nasty. But as of right now, Bam, I mean, he, he's good. Don't, don't get it twisted. Bam is good. Bam is a big part of why they're at where they're at right now. But, I mean, if you really think about it, it's kind of like similar to last year where Kawhi was like the biggest star on that team. You know, it was pretty much him <laughs> versus the world. Whereas right now, it's like Jimmy versus the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, pretty, it's very, very, very similar. Um circumstances in my opinion i think it's very similar um so i mean we'll see we'll, we'll have to see i hope you know jimmy's able to get it done i'm rooting for the heat i hope they beat the lakers um because i really like jimmy and um i have a lot of respect for pat riley and i, I like their team i, yeah, I really do i like their team too. i think they, they no one no one expected them no one expected them to make the finals this year. I had them being a tough out, but I never expected them mm-hmm. to make the finals. So I think I, – I really think that, you know – or not think, but I really hope they get do it done. Um, You know, I, I like I like a good underdog story, and this is definitely a yeah, good for underdog sure. story. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not – you know, they're not going down without a fight. And if they do go down, like I said, it's with a fight. But, you know, if they're able to get on top, that's amazing. Mm. It's good for them. But – uh. How do, how do you see this series playing out? Honestly, I'm probably going to have to go. As much as I like Jimmy Butler, too, mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. the Heat are going to pull it off. Or not the, not the Heat, though. The, the Lakers are going to pull it off. I feel like just LeBron is just right. Is just determined this year. I mean, he's always been determined. Right. I mean, look at him. He's been the right. past nine out of ten finals in the past ten years. Right. Um, right. But this one, I don't know. I feel like he has a, a different message, uh, a different message to send for this one. And I feel like right. we're just going to see uh, a dark side of LeBron James come out in the rest of these games. Right. Right. I figured. I figured that you were going to have the Lakers, but what I meant was like, what? What do you? How do you see the series um, going? I probably have to agree with you. Give the Heat this next game, and then honestly, I could see it. Depending on how it plays out, I could see it going into Game Seven. Lakers taking it in seven. I, I think it's very possible. I really do. I think it is very possible. Um, because the Heat, like even without Bam, they're really deep. They have a great coach in Eric Spolstra. I mean, I think he proved it this year. They have a great leader in Jimmy Butler. The chemistry is there. You know, they're, you know, they play as a team. They they play. I feel as like the one. crazy so, narrative I mean, I for LeBron would be that them. what they go up two zero. Lose three in a row and then come back to win the last two. I don't know if it'd be crazy, um, considering that they were the heavy favorites going into mm-hmm. this finals. Um, um, if anything, it just means like they were able to show up just later. You know, they 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 showed up early, then faded away, then showed up again and got the job done when it really mm-hmm. mattered. So I don't think it would be crazy. I just think you know it'd be it'd be good for LeBron. You know, what I'm saying it would save yeah. his legacy. Um, but like I said, we'll have to see. Only mm-hmm. time will tell. Um, I'm very excited to see how this series plays out. Like I said, I if I had to predict, if I had to predict, I think the Lakers are going to take it in six. But I'm not ruling out the possibility of the Heat of a game seven because it's still early in the yeah. series. You know what I'm saying? I mean, 
the Raptors were down 2-0 against the uh, against the Celtics, and without that OG Ananobi shot, they would have been um, they would have been down 3-0, and that that series could have looked totally different. But you know, obviously OG hit that shot, and it swung the whole momentum of the series. They went to seven games. Yeah, Boston, you know, was able to get the mm. job done at the end of the day. But I mean. They, it was a very close seven games, which I think it's very possible for the Heat to do that with the Lakers. Yes, they're two different teams, you know, but I just think, um, you know, anything, anything is possible, especially in the NBA, and especially when you have a guy like Jimmy Butler on your team, a coach like mm-hmm. Eric Spolstra, and a really deep roster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shooters everywhere, um, very good long defenders everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I think it's, I think, um, uh, I think this is going to be – I can't wait for game four. I really can't wait to, for game four. Like, I haven't been watching the games, like, all the way through. Like, last night I wasn't able to watch game three because uh, I was at Six Flags the whole day from one mm. to ten. Well, one to nine, and then we got something to eat. Yeah, so that, you're, like a, I you're said, at Six Flags from a whole work shift, bro. I worked one to nine. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, one to nine, and then we got uh, Steak and Shake right after. It was pretty good. But, um, like I said, yeah, I wasn't able to watch the game. But I watched game one – um, for the most part, I, like once it got to the fourth quarter, I turned it off when I knew that the game was over. And then game two, I watched all the way through, um, but I wasn't able to watch game three. But I'm definitely going to try to make an effort to watch game four. Um, you know, I saw some clips of game three, but, you know, game four, I'm definitely going to try to make an effort, watch it, and then watch mm-hmm. the rest of the series, um, um, especially after Jimmy's great performance. Like that, that th- this is an all time great performance out of Jimmy. Yeah. Like it's, it's insane. Like he, he, I think he really proved that he's he has the talent of a top 10 player. I mean, he's so valuable for a team. I mean, we saw what he did with Minnesota. We saw what he did with the Sixers. You know what I'm saying? Minnesota hasn't been a playoff team since before. You know what I'm saying? Like, after after Kevin Garnett left, you know what I'm saying? After he either – I think he got traded or he left. I can't remember. But after Kevin Garnett was like – after Kevin Garnett went to the Celtics, they haven't been a playoff yeah. team. You know what I'm saying? Then – they got Jimmy Butler. They were a playoff team their first year together. You know what I'm saying? Then Jimmy got traded to the Sixers. You know what I'm saying? And they were one shot away from going to the Eastern Conference Finals. And if they would have went to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think they would have beaten the Bucks as well. Because um, their roster was so deep, so yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? They had a bunch of shooters, and they had a closer in Jimmy Butler. You know? Um, and then obviously now, you know, leading his team to the finals this year, you know, by himself. I mean, he, I think he's really proved how valuable he was. And like with the bulls, um, you know, he, he pushed the Celtics when they had Isaiah Thomas, he pushed the Celtics to their limits. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I really think that Jimmy Butler has proved that. I mean, I think we can all agree. He's a top 15. Yeah. I think we can all agree about that. But, um, especially after the top 10, but definitely top 15. He's guaranteed, guaranteed top 15. Guaranteed top 15. No, 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 no. Top yeah, 20, he's guaranteed top 20, guaranteed Leading top his 15, team to the but... finals? Uh, stop, stop bringing up top 20. Like, we're not even talking about top I mean, 20. He's not uh, top who 20. Else? He's top – guaranteed top 15. Guaranteed. Dude, if, you, if you're the leader of your team and you lead your team to the finals, you are guaranteed top 15. I don't care what you say, who – like, I don't care if you're fucking Eric Spolstra. You know what I'm saying? The coach of the Heat. I don't care if he says it. Like, no. No. That's just that's just wrong. That's wrong. I mean, Eric Spolstra would agree with me. Eric Spolstra would probably tell you that Jimmy Butler is the best player in the NBA. Obviously, that's not true. But I don't care who you are. Like, if you lead your team, if you are the leader of your team, if you are a superstar and you lead your team to the finals, you are guaranteed top 15. Guaranteed. No top 20. I don't want to hear top 25. Like, no, 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 no. That's out of the conversation. We don't even need to bring that up. That's just irrelevant, all right? You're guaranteed top 15. And in my opinion, I think he's top 10. I mean, the fact that he's able to do this, like, for this year at least, he's top 10. For this year, he is top 10. Overall, the past, like, five years or past three years, he's top 15. But this year, I think this year he's proved that he's top 10, all right? Top 10 for sure. I mean, the reason why Kawhi Leonard is – arguably the best player on the planet is because of what he did last year. He carried his team. He carried that team on his back and won a chip. All right. And if Jimmy's able to do that, I think that puts him in the top five. If he wins the chip this year, if he beats LeBron, he is top five for sure. 
No, no ifs, ands, or buts. All right. I don't care who you are. You're not going to convince me otherwise. Yes. If he wins the championship this year, yes. Yes. He is top five. Yes. Right now, he Bro, if you're the leader of ESPN, your team, yes. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. looking past injuries and stuff, because the, this has Steph ranked right. four right. on this list right now. <clears throat> but ESPN right. has right. him ranked 21. His previous yeah, well, ESPN is fucking retarded. So, yes, top 15. No, 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 no. ESPN is fucking retarded. I don't even know why you're looking at ESPN for that type of shit. ESPN is fucking stupid. All right? He, like, no, 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 no. He, he, right now, right now, he's yeah, guaranteed obviously. top 15. But in my opinion, in my opinion, which, I mean, I can understand if you don't have him in your top 10. I can understand, but in my opinion, he's a top ten player. And uh, I mean, it, like I said, if you lead your team to the finals, if you are the leader, a superstar, and the leader of your team, and you lead them to the finals, especially with the the way they did and the fashion that they that he did it, you know what I'm saying? Only losing two games throughout the whole playoffs, leading up to the finals, you're a top ten player for me, for sure. At least for this, completely for sure. So, um, but anyways, with that being said, um, that will do it for this episode. Dave, I appreciate you joining me today. You know, um, let me know when we're doing it again. I'll be back. Hopefully, you know, after either the Brian Ortega card or the, um, the Khabib Gaethje card, I know you would like, or maybe, maybe. Uh, that, yeah, but that's only, that's really the only big fight on that card. So I think, I think, or maybe we'll, maybe, I mean, maybe you'll, maybe, I don't know. We'll have to see. I'll let you know. But again, I appreciate you joining me um, today and thank you guys for listening. You know, I appreciate all your guys' support, your feedback, um, you know, your positive comments. I appreciate it. It means a lot because I really like doing this and I plan on doing this for a while. Um, and like I said before, I know that you guys, you know, sometimes don't appreciate the quality of my mic. And right now I'm looking right now I'm trying to save up for a lot of things. So that's one thing that I am trying to invest in is a better mic to use for future podcasts. I'm definitely working on it. Trust me, your voices have not gone unheard. But um, again, like I said, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and hope you all have a